I want you to put your hands together. There goes to the neighborhood. Welcome back to the Smokescreen Podcast. I'm your co-host. <laughs> I didn't have a name. Nasal. Well, I worked with Joe Exotic at the zoo there, and uh, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me except for all the money. <laughs> so, that, that's Sorry, that was and a little extended. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Don Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> he's missing, back. Missing. He's back from the dead, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's here now. Exclusive interview here. Episode 30 of the Smokescreen Podcast. We have to revisit Tiger King. We really do. We had an episode 8 come out, and I'm air quoting that for people not listening on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so we're probably just going to shit on that for a minute. But uh, first, <laughs> I want to thank our newest Patreons. we got two new Patreons this week to support the podcast. Thank you so much to Tina Bowen. And Patty Wicksteed, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And uh, as usual, we have our, our weekly sponsor, uh, uh, Vagisil. And <laughs> That's right. Are you tired of losing your Lee press-on nails <laughs> while scratching that feminine itch? <laughs> well, Vagisil is the ointment for you. <laughs> they have been longtime supporters of the podcast. <laughs> Since we're going with the redneck theme here, we might as well take it full redneck. Um, anyway, so yes. Who does somebody turn the heat yeah, on? Yeah, I know. Can you turn the hair up over there, Jesus? Oh shit. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Tiger King. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, we we watched this episode eight, and uh, this like it's kind of like the the, the catch up of what where they where are they now. Yeah. For about five or six people, I mean, what I let me just say right off the, the bat, I didn't like it because, of course, it didn't include Carol and Joe, with the two main players, obviously. Right. And I mean, I understand Joe's in prison and all that, but he did do interviews. We were talking about this off uh, camera. He did he did interviews or seemingly did interviews in the actual, um, you know, First seven episodes. Yeah, the, let's not pretend they couldn't at least right. get audio, some some kind of interview. And then uh, apparently, to be fair to Carol fucking Baskin, um, they they didn't invite her, but she said also that she would not have accepted. But I find it odd because we were looking at, at this, and then um, we looked at a few YouTube videos on her own channel, her very small channel, not the main channel, which is very odd to me, where she's doing all this damage control, all these videos. And explaining things away and whatever, but there's I find it odd. There's no views, Harley, or very few. She only got like um you know one point seven thousand subscribers on her her personal channel. Yeah, and there's not any comments, but they're not disabled. And and you know she has a legitimate channel, and she yeah, has a legitimate yes. uh, social networking presence and footprint. Absolutely, she's uh. Why you know, would you? If you really want to get this out, right. why would you go there? You have and a verified this? Facebook page for Big Cat Rescue where you do all this. She makes tons of money because she runs ads just like a YouTube video. You have a YouTube channel that's got millions of subs for Big Cat Rescue, but you're doing all these little two or three minute, six minute videos, basically rebutting everything in Tiger King, the the document docu series, I should say. Yeah. But you, you're not getting it out there. If, I mean, do you want it out there or not? Or do you want to, is it like, it, is it doing it to cover it for later? I don't know. It's really it's really weird. Yeah. Now, as far as this episode goes, I got to say, I haven't been as a, so excited in a long time. You texted me today, said it's out. 
Yeah, and, I was uh, looking last night. I was looking last night after midnight. Didn't see it. Figured it would probably be four a.m. or whatever. So I, I, it basically today. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was the day it was coming. And you said it's out, and I was like, I you know I'm I sleep in, guys. I sleep in late. And uh, so <laughs> when he texted me that, I was like, man, awesome. I'll get up and um, I'll get ready and I'll, I'll head over that way. He's like, cool. I got some stuff to grill. I'm gonna try to grill before it. Rains. Yeah, it was going to rain. And we, you know, we we were excited to do this thing and watch this episode. And I'll tell you, uh, it turned out to be pretty disappointing. It was basically a, a shit show, uh, kind of a, a social distancing Netflix special for Ryan Seacrest's brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what the fuck it was. I mean, you know, I'm fine with Joe McHale. Yeah, Joe McHale, uh, who again. We'll call him Ryan. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. I mean, look, I'm fine. It's like we're we're jumping on the thing to talk about it. So people would could argue we're capitalizing on the popularity. And right. that's fine. Right. I don't have a problem with people doing that. We've seen David Spade interview the same people yep. on his YouTube channel. But this was more like a thing for him uh, to to be relevant. It, it, like, I mean, yeah. I have no problem with people jumping on the, you know, cashing in, so to speak. But at least make it about the people. That's Ask them legitimate questions. I, I feel the same way. I mean, you know, we were watching it, and I was like, where do I know this guy from? Um, right. And because he said in the beginning, you know, uh, I yeah. I contacted Netflix, and they sent me an iPhone and said, go ahead, you know. Yeah, uh, you got to let me do this thing. Yeah. And they sent me an iPhone and said, here, have fun, basically. And, and so, so, you know, yeah, I agree. He's He's not... You know that popular of a person, right? And I mean, he did to be. Yeah, I guess to be completely fair, he did joke uh, with himself, basically uh, saying that 2009 was a good year. It was a good year for me. Yeah, so he did do that. But the thing is, he, I don't know, man. He let me down. He did not ask. Okay, okay. Let me just say that I thought that what this was going to be was a chance to revisit some of the cast members since since all this blew up. Tell us how your life's changed, positive or negatively. Right. And tell me some things that they didn't show or, or that you it, wish they had. Yeah, you know, writing some wrongs writing with wrongs. how they filmed it or whatever, um, updates on any new legal act, you know, issues maybe, anything, honestly. And it ended up being kind of the same questions, um, a couple of legitimate questions, but other than that, it was pretty much, I feel like it was uh, almost just a, a bashing redneck session. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of shots there that he took um, that were really. I don't mind people making fun of anybody. I mean, that's comedy, but it, it there was really some tasteless. Yeah, when you do it right in somebody's shit, face, yeah, and you know, and they have to take it because they're yeah. not what they going to storm off gonna, and not get paid. No, nah, they're going to laugh it off, and and then you know you get to jab them again. So you got two teeth or three. That's what it was like. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. And he like for example, he asked uh, John No Legs John because there's two Johns. So we have our nicknames. If, right. By the way, anybody watching this and hadn't seen this podcast before, go check out our podcast we did a week ago on the actual full seven episodes. Um, yeah. We, we go into our in-depth on the whole damn show there. So it, it was just like uh, he asked him, have you ever considered taking one of your legs off and throwing it at one of the tigers if they attack you or something? It was like, that's is that supposed to be funny, I guess? Right. I guess it's supposed to be. Anyway, because so, I had already got the same feeling, because you and I, we we like this show, and yeah. so we we you found that um, David Spade interviewing Saf, yes, and so then um, I watched that he interviewed everybody, 
And right. so when I watched this, I expected it to be a little more professional than what I'd seen David Spade do because David Spade's a comedian, and I expected right. him to try to be funny like that. Exactly, but it he was, was a repeat. He, he took it a lot more serious, I yeah. think, even him. And I understand. I don't. I'm not worried about like. We're not talking about the production value. Oh no, no, we no, understand no. that right now everything's Skype or Zoom That's or whatever right. you know, whatever program you're using. But um, he didn't really ask any serious questions, and like I said, a couple. And it and it seemed to me with the only doing five or six of the, I don't know what do you call them the B characters, right? Yeah, you, you know, and not really getting any information from Joe or at least his attorney or somebody directly involved with him, uh, or even Carol's side. And I hate that they didn't ask her or that she didn't participate either way, because I want her to come. I'm I wonder why she would. That's what we were talking about. Why was she going to her YouTube channel and do all this? You know, on her own and not have it not come on the Netflix special that you railed so hard against. And given the opportunity, and and air your grievances. Yeah, and my thoughts on that are okay. I get it. You do not like the people who did the, uh, sure. the documentary. Sure, and you're and, pissed at them. Yeah, and, but this is not them. This no. is exactly a platform for you yes. to get as much exposure. It's Netflix. As you, you know, can. it's going to get a billion views. That's right. But it's a different dude that's kind of doing it in with permission from Netflix. Right. So, so here's your chance. But I guess again, this is based off just one article I read that she that they she, did not offer her to I got be you. interviewed. But I'm just that's that could be wrong. I don't know. That's true. Let me ask you this: What did you like about it? <sighs> The only aspect I liked is just uh, basically seeing kind of a you know them today. Me too. And a couple of the things where they mention you know how they'll go out and their people are wanting them to in the middle of a pandemic, wanting them to take pictures and sign things. I like that. I part think of it's it really too. a strange phenomenon where you're essentially nobody, and I mean nobody as far as not being popular, yep. or famous. I don't mean as in personal, no, a nobody. And then you go out to a place, something happens or whatever, in this case, a documentary, and people are asking you to sign things. I think that's really cool. It's really cool, and it's really odd at the same time. I've experienced yep. a little of this myself, a little bit. Yep. And you have, too, a little bit. A little bit, yep. And it's very, very odd. And so I, that's interesting to hear other people's perspective on it. But yep. Anyway. I agree. But other than that, I mean, it was really just basically a let's bash on Joe, let's kick the man while he's down, the whole entire show, except for Saf. Agreed. I think she's the only one, and John, no legs, John. Um, he didn't. He was really kind of neutral this episode. What's funny about this? You said the exact same two people when we talked about the show. Exactly. So to me, the, the documentary must a actually not. You know. Yeah, I mean, it because must let your real personality shine through to me because we yes, picked the same two. The two, again. the same two people that we thought were. Genuine, Probably, well, genuine people. Yeah. You know, because, look, we're not saying, I think we made it very clear, because there were a few comments in there about how Joe's a criminal and blah, 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 and he's a horrible person. We said that. Yep. On the first uh, yep. a podcast where we covered the whole thing. I don't want to be his fourth husband. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, if people are going to say, hey, you're just a big Joe. It, no, yeah, know, it ain't, no. no. Nut rider. We said, I, we said, essentially, Somewhere deep down in there, he's a good person, and he started probably he legitimate started. and cared, but he went, he got corrupted by money and did some horrible things. We said that. That's um, right. It's not about just defending him, but come on, let's be fair about it. Let's get his side of the story on Netflix. I agree. And uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there is something going on with uh, since he has pending lawsuits. I'm sure maybe there are some legal issues. I don't know. We don't really know that. But it's like it was really more of a. Um, Let's capitalize on the popularity of this and put out this little, again, 
quarantine Netflix special for this comedian or wannabe comedian, whatever. Right. And not really get any new information. Yeah. Here's something I didn't say uh, when we did our, our last podcast on this, but I have thought about is, okay, that podcast, that, that series was a collection of a lot of footage shot yes. over a lot of years Long time. Of, of a guy who is a really, he's one of those people who is uh, flamboyant. Uh, he likes to wear colorful clothes. He likes oh, yeah. to wear a lot of earrings, tattoos. His hair's funky. He EMT likes to coach. draw attention <laughs> to himself, <laughs> he, he right? So now you got him, and you're saying all these cameras right here are filming you in this park that you run. So he's like, I'm the star of this. Right. So what I believe we got in there is a lot of Joe being amped up knowing the cameras are on. Oh, yeah. And then a lot of people on these little side interviews, the B characters, as you right, say, right. who aren't really amped up and on doing their little, you know, their little takes or whatever. So I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not so sure that we ever even got to see a good real Joe. Yeah, Other no, than I, right agree. There, I agree. the last episode. Towards the end, yep. Then you got to see kind of, okay, down playing all the bullshit what's joe like right I think that's a closer representation i think so too the very end of episode seven when we talked we watched it again today uh the end of episode seven the part especially when he said you know he released his chimpanzees and he admitted did i deny that you know for 10 years yep yes yeah I did. he answered it himself. and it showed the old clips of him you know these tigers belong in asia and africa and blah 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 you know so i think those are the glimpses of the real Joe. We said it on the podcast about the whole entire uh, show was that this was a caricature. That's, Joe Exotic is a caricature of Joe whatever. Yeah, I forgot his Maldonado, name. Maldonado, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Tiger King after Nasal built his throne. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you he, pump he, him up. He became that character. And then, and it didn't look like the cameras were off much. No, he so wanted he to film everything. He on all the time. Exactly. And everything's over the top and... You want this fucking watch? <laughs> Boom, and motherfucker! And, you know, <laughs> now you know if the cameras weren't there, he might destroy the watch to keep her from getting it. But it wouldn't be big theatrical. That's right. Yeah, you know? I have no doubt that's the truth. I mean, sure, it was a caricature, and and I'm sure it was a little different when he went home at night, and if if there wasn't cameras in his house, right? Like a you know, because uh, they were you know obviously filming a reality series that never made it. Um, yeah. Maybe that will come happen now. There's a lot of, but they said they lost it all. Right. And the explosion, which is really odd when they showed a lot during the docu-series. So I'm yeah. not sure how that works. But So strange. Anyway, for this one, they interviewed um, Las Vegas, Jeff Lowe, which I think, and you know, he, I think a lot of people believe that he needs to be in prison at some point. It seems like too. He always interviews with his wife now. Does it always, seem that way? Yeah, yeah. It's always, uh, yeah. What's I forgot her name, but it's um, always they're listed as Joe and Lauren. Lauren, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, of course, now you have the uh, nanny, the the nanny, um, <laughs> and, and involved as well. She wasn't <laughs> <on> there <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, interesting. She's not a part of this. I don't know. I guess she wasn't, you know, in part of the main show, but so they interviewed Jeff and he basically, you know, kind of the same thing he said in the end of the documentary, you know, well, you got everybody says I'm this big, bad, you know, guy, I'm, I'm the villain. They needed a villain. So they labeled me the villain and I got that part. Okay. So no new information there. Right. But they were asking about the park still open and yes, blah, blah, blah. But I've read a lot of other things too, saying that basically, they're obviously shut down right now because of COVID. 
And um, before that, though, they were not busy. People were not going anymore, obviously, because he's not the Tiger King. Exactly. He's not. So he, he can't take, He can't carry Joe's jockstrap. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> let me tell you what, motherfuckers. <laughs> so he can't he can't he can't keep up with Joe. He can't. Um they interviewed uh Joe's first one of his first husbands, John Toothless, Finley. Yeah. And uh they did update with he, him, you know, getting his new teeth, which he did. Uh he, he was kind of mad that Netflix didn't show that. He wanted to clarify that he was not a meth head. He's been clean for four or five years. Right. Prior to filming. Prior to filming, yeah. exactly. And it was all it was a genetic thing, whatever. And he got his, you know, tattoo covered up, obviously, in the in the docuseries. And yeah. then now he's got his teeth replaced. And it didn't show some footage that they actually had. So he, he got that out there, but he had already said that in many articles and other interviews. So really right. too there. Really nothing new. Nothing there. really new right. there. Uh really quick, um, speaking of men in prison and weird, crazy ass documentaries. We want to mention this really quick before we go any further. Somebody asked us in a comment on the last podcast uh, that we did on on Tiger King. Yeah, you guys should cover um, making a murder. And here's the thing: we thought we did. We really thought we did. We legitimately thought now, we did it because we watched that when it came out. Both seasons, we binged the binged shit it. out of it, and we talked about it so much. And we actually did go on Twitch and talk about because it, it was one of those things where before we, I don't know if we had started the podcast. No. I don't think we had started the podcast. We had had to talk about this. We went on Twitch at the time. Yeah. And talked about it for like an hour or two. But we never did an actual podcast. No. So we're going to cover... And we had mentioned it in some live streams. Yes. A couple times. Many times. So all that together... In our heads, we had had a an episode. Yeah, and we don't. We went back through all of our videos and we're like, we did not do a podcast. Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to it's like I was trying to think, did I do a regular one off video? <laughs> because I seem to remember like thumbnails and stuff, but I guess we didn't. I know. So anyway, what what we're saying is stay tuned. <laughs> is stay tuned. We're gonna go back and rewatch it and try because there's been a lot of updates and I, I, I follow Kathleen Zellner yes. and all that shit as well. You so always keep me. Updated. We're gonna cover. Um, we're gonna cover making a murderer. We'll watch it again. All Love ninety it. hours of it or whatever it is. Anyway, to get back to, I'll say this real quick. Yeah, no, I, I've told people that other than sports. I have never yelled at a television so much than I did when I was watching Making a Murder. It is. So if you haven't watched it, just stay tuned. We'll get you into it. Yes, definitely. Um, It's it's absolutely crazy. Uh, And uh, I don't know. I was we were talking. That's what we compared this to. Yeah. We compared. We wonder because Netflix don't release their numbers according to Joe Rogan, and it's like. It, is this beating it now or not? I don't know. It's, at some point, it may. For a docu-series, it, it would have to be pulling some strong numbers, I think, to beat it. Yeah, because there is two seasons, too. But this has the too. pandemic. Uh, yeah, that's true. The quarantine that's, to help That is it, true. You know? That is true. Uh, anyway, so back to Tiger King. So yeah. the, the we mentioned uh, Jeff Lowe was, you know, no really new information. He played the victim. Oh, woe me. Um, we know he's a horrible bastard. He basically, my whole thing again with him, just really quick, I know we already talked about it. No, but no. It's, I just too. don't understand how they played the audio tape on the original documentary of him talking to Car- Carl. Is it? No, not Carl. Uh, Carl. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alan. Alan. Alan Glover. Alan, the so-called hitman. Of when he admitted he he was never going to Florida, he never went to Florida, he wouldn't go, you know, do anything to anybody for a million dollars. That's fucking evidence that's not 
I don't understand he that. He perjured himself. He perjured himself from previous testimony, and, and it's right there. Yeah. I mean, it's... But, we can't it, but be it, the only ones saying this. No, but I, I, think, I think they made a deal. It, I think they had to make a deal because they were called in, remember, and to get, to get Joe. Let's and, bring down the big bad Joe. It's and, mentioned what multiple, at least two or three times. Absolutely, that they knew the murder for hire case wasn't strong enough, and so they added the animal charges. And because, like we mentioned, don't yep. fuck with cats. Yep the the other documentary we talked about. So they're clearly saying they knew that no matter what Allen had testified right. to, it was still weak as shit. It was still weak. Yeah, because I mean, essentially, they know that. When they were actually discussing some of those things about like the the bike path that Joe was over in his little desk by himself, exactly. So yeah, they added the animal charges, which automatically makes you an evil monster in comparison to murder. Yeah, like if it would have just been one charge where he hit a cat right. or killed one, it doesn't matter the degree. That's right. Of, of you know abuse, it would automatically been found guilty of anything along with that because they they know that it pulls on people's heartstrings. Yes. They picture a little baby tiger cub getting shot. That's right. I mean, even a big one. It doesn't matter, but I it know, pulls on your heartstrings. But they frame it. It's and all yeah, and, and, and again, something. it's a horrible thing. He did admit to euthanizing, euthanizing. Let's say it, he killed five tigers. Yeah. And again, they're saying they were healthy and whatever. I don't know how her, his wife knew that. Yeah. Jeff Lowe's, I don't know how they know they were healthy. Thank you. Either way, it happened. He admitted it fine. We're not saying he's like an angel <laughs> by any no. means. And, and, and while, look, Joe had this little jewel out here in Oklahoma. Right. That he, had, he had built up a following. He had built a legit place that people went to. He was he was this wild character, right? Right. Playing he the was part. popular enough to get what nineteen percent of the vote. Nineteen percent of the vote vote as an independent. So listen, man, for governor, for governor, he did run for president technically too, but governor, he nineteen percent. Right. That's pretty fucking impressive. And all these vultures saw this, right? So they go in there. Oh, we love Joe. We love Joe. Let me be part of this. And then, right, it seemed like over and over again. People would use him against himself. Yes. Pump him up, make him say these horrible things. And even type him out in some cases. Right. Just put a cap in her ass, yeah. you know, stuff like that. It's like they were almost throwing fuel on the fire to they get were him absolutely. to pop off. And that's what I'm saying. Even in the documentary, he says that. Well, did I push him at times? Probably. I know. That's that coercion. Me I mean, come on, man. Why is that not admissible in court? Or is it? I mean, yes, it is. It has to be. But, uh, it's like it goes back to Brendan Dassey and the whole, we'll get into all that. It but does. It's a little, similar thing. Yeah, entrapment almost. Entrapment, yes. And dude, so it's like now don't come at me don't say oh i love this guy he was awesome and then and then now when you've had multiple chances you can't say one good thing about the man right that drives me crazy man they're all throwing him under the bus it seems they, they, like. it, this whole thing was just essentially throwing him under the bus again except for Saf, and we'll get to her but yeah they interviewed um rick kirkman uh, nasal. <laughs> Nail him every time I, I'm you sorry, do that. I just uh, it's perfect. Well, you know, I I moved on that farm and I I worked for Joe for you know 14 years and he comes out the end of it saying, "This is the worst thing I've ever done. I still have nightmares to this day." Motherfucker, you don't have no nightmares. No this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. Man, said he had one last night. Come on, dude. That's let's let's not be a little over dramatic. You know, this motherfucker's getting paid. Yes. The, the initial idea was. 
he can run his little park. I'm going to make a million dollars off the back end footage right. with this reality show. He, he said it. that straight up. Yep. Don't act like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah. You're I mean, sitting there on you're camera. You're a grown man. You're a grown ass man. Yeah. You're sitting there agreeing to these interviews. You're getting paid to do them. Don't act like it's the worst thing that happened to you. So, again, he's one of these people. Now he comes out and says, I saw horrible things. And, you know, I, I was conflicted back then about going to PETA or animal rights activists because I seen him treat animals horribly, you know, told the horse story. Again, he told it on Spade. And yes. then he told it again, word for word, like he's been rehearsing it. Right. I mean, and I'm not, not saying, saying that it didn't happen. Right, right. Just like that. So maybe, you know, it's going to come out exactly the same way every time. But yes. it just felt like it. But yeah, don't sit there and act like it's the worst thing that happened, but you're profiting off of it and capitalizing on his popularity. You just ain't him. Because if early on, if you saw that side of Joe and you stayed, right. don't whine anymore. That's right. You're part of it. That's right. You're part of it. You saw him do that to that lady's horse. And you stayed because a million dollars is a million dollars. <laughs> That's right. You know? But I was, I was a victim. I was kind of drawn into Joe myself, you know? And I, I just, you know, I felt like, you know, he was the Tiger King, you know? <laughs> And that's basically his excuse was I was drawn in too. You could do a whole podcast of this, dude. I would love it. <laughs> maybe, maybe I would. That's what I should have been. I that should have been my pull it off. My intro. Um, anyway, so he was the, he was he was more basically again bashing Joe. He's an asshole. We've said he's an asshole. Joe himself called himself an asshole in the documentary. This is nothing new. Yeah. So this was like a bash Joe. He, for most people, and the, and again, the other thing was the host Ryan Seacrest's little fucking brother. Yeah. I just felt like it was um, let's take shots at redneck type things. I mean, it, it really was for him. It was. And again, I don't mind. Believe me, I, I'm part redneck. I can take the jokes. I can make fun of them. Right. But the point is, is it felt like to me that it was overwhelming for him. That was like his thing to poke at the very people he was interviewing. Yeah. Who, in a lot of ways, were, were victims in some way. They came in young, needing a place to stay, right. and you know all this kind of stuff. So it was, now, it was really odd. Um, also, Rick. Kirkman, didn't he say, I'm ready to put this Tiger King stuff behind me? Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for this to be over with so I can yeah. get back to my normal life and smoking cigarettes. And I need to wipe my teeth, by the way. I could have a great sponsorship with Crest, but they won't call me back. I mean, these, <laughs> I'm just telling you, dude. I just look, just if you, that's fine. If you're capitalizing off of it, that's fine. Kind of, we're doing a podcast about it. We know it's popular right now. That's right. Now we legitimately want to talk about it, like we do all our podcasts. But just fucking say what it is. That's, you you went in there with that in mind to make money. Don't pretend now that you're a victim. Nope. I'm, I'm sorry. Nope. And if you knew he was doing bad shit to animals, you were complicit in it. Yeah. Period. That's right. And you're Period. filming it, and then later want to complain. Because, right. you know, if your shit hadn't got burnt, you'd be making a million dollars off of that. Exactly. You know? it, he's mad because Joe blew the shit up. And I do believe Joe blew the shit I up. I do, too. I <laughs> really do, too. He kind of started learning people were backstabbing him for money, you know? And, yeah. I, and I get it. Um, so then they moved on to uh, John No Legs. There's a couple of Johns here. So we have these, obviously, nicknames like I did in the main podcast. Yeah. But No Legs was one of the coolest dudes in the whole entire docuseries. And, and this one, too. Now, he basically called Joe an asshole and whatever, but he, and said he hadn't been in contact with him because he knows that the phone calls are recorded unless it's an attorney in prison, and he won't stop running his mouth. He knows Joe will get exactly. on something and start going exactly. and probably dig himself deeper. So he didn't really bash him 
but he didn't really, you know, because he was really pretty defensive for him in the actual original first seven episodes. Yeah. But this, it came off like, you know, yeah, I'm just living my life now. You know, I left my wife. I'm living my own. He's doing, obviously, some racing stuff, fixing cars. Right. Um, he mentioned that kind of shit. And then that's basically it. You know, he's an asshole, and I hadn't talked to him. That was really kind of it. Yeah. I mean, no new information from there either, other than an update on him. Right. He He... Almost lost his balls or something. It felt like because it. It felt like You it. know how, like, when things, it's not in fashion to take up for somebody? Yes. Like, you take up for them, but then all of a sudden you hear everybody else dogging them. And yes. And maybe because, I'm looking weird myself. I better not take up for them right. anymore. Because during the documentary, before it was ever aired, it was being filmed. Thank you. He was it right there kind of, you know... Yes, Joe's a bad. Uh, you know, he's done some bad things, but he's a he's generally a good guy. He's an asshole, just like I'm an asshole. He, everybody's yep. an asshole. But now it's like you know, with all the heat coming down and after the show's popularity, he's kind of backed off defending him a little bit. Yeah. That's the way it felt. Now There's, again, we did notice some edits here. We you know, did. There was we some definite cut jump cuts, and I'm fine with editing. I know, but you just don't know what you're missing. Right. I feel like like we do this podcast purposely. So we don't have to edit things, and we want it raw, and whatever comes out comes out. That's the way these type of things should be, because you got to remember, this is, yes, it's a very popular documentary, but these are real people, right? real lives, real animal lives you're talking about in the end, and a real guy sitting in prison for something he probably didn't do, um, as far as the you know murder for hire plot. Right. Um, and other people may or may not go to prison or whatever. This is not just a you know a reality show where it's scripted necessarily. You you're touching on the point I want to leave this whole podcast with. I yeah. want to leave everybody with the that very point is these are real people. Yes. Although they're on a TV show for you while you're quarantined, they're not characters. Right. They they're real people, and to Make fun of them in their face, and and make fun of their despair, and right. to make fun of and, and their looks. Yeah, you know, and, it's going back to the whole toothless redneck. You can't read. You dropped out of school in sixth grade. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've heard that a million times starting this YouTube channel five years ago. And uh, Joel McHale, if you're out there, if you if this gets shared to you <laughs> and you see this, look me in the eyes, Joel. <laughs> You shouldn't be casting stones, Mr. Hair Plugs. <laughs> hey, buddy. Oh, high shit. definition TV yeah. <laughs> is right. not complimentary to uh, somebody with hair plugs. Oh, I saw shit. it. Uh oh. Baby doll I, hair. I, I didn't know. Hey, this is new. I didn't notice. Well, bald look, people notice shit like that. Oh, I okay. noticed it right All away. Right. He started throwing stones, and I'm like, they just don't have the money to get the hair plugs, bro. And right. the teeth whitening, bro. bro. Exactly. That is you know? that is true. Very true. So give them a break, um, Mr. High Horse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Netflix special you couldn't get. <laughs> so, but touching on your point, though, what we thought this was going into it was a chance for them to right some wrongs. Exactly. With those you jump know. cuts, I don't want them to come back now in other interviews and say exactly. this Which is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, this episode They're going to drag this shit out. I wanted to say. They're going to drag this out and say, well, yeah, I mean, he asked me about this, but they cut that out because it, you know, I felt like it maybe painted Joe in a good light or something. But then again, they'd left some of the stuff with Kelsey in. So I don't know. Right. It's really, it's hard to tell with these edited shows. She is coming out shining. She's looking like a rose, dude. Uh, we said that in the Saf original one. Yes, is the Saf. only one who will stand up for Joe and say, the man did some shit. Justice was served. 
but he don't need to die in prison. Exactly. He's, she's the only one. She's the only and, one. And Two Legs was, but she is the only one right, right. in this particular episode saying yeah. that. So, I mean, look, we said it. He needs time. Yeah. He needs to serve some time. And it could be the best thing for him. Absolutely. To just unwind a little bit. It's like you, it's going back to you, what you said a, minute, a few minutes ago. I think near the end when you saw him leave the zoo and all that stuff, and it was just one camera, and it wasn't a, sh- a show going on around him, yep. I think you saw a little bit more of the real Joe. I do too. A little bit less of the caricature Tiger King. And you can't tell me that he is um, beyond uh, reform. Yeah, because I bet you, you know, the, in, the way I took it was with, with Kelsey or, or is, you know, at the time she was a young girl and he was probably a little less abrasive with her, a little more normal. And she saw that side of him probably more than other people. That's a good point. You know a what I mean? Really good point. Because I think that's the that's probably the I mean, that's the way I'm just Yeah. I do believe that he kinda not I'm not gonna say he's a predator, but I do believe yeah, like, yeah. like that guy said he liked young boys right. and yep. dumb boys. And so she wasn't even on his radar, so they were just able to interact normally. Normally, because exactly. yeah, I mean that is a, a you know a fair point. He did he did even say that you know I fell in love with two straight guys, and yeah. people were said it is predatory to. I mean, yes, these people at the time needed places to stay and they needed jobs and stuff, but you, he did take advantage of that, obviously, right. and that's a, that's a problem. So and, again, but I think I just think I just my my opinion is probably more like you said. That kind of stuff was not on his mind around her, and she was younger, and so he was less abrasive. So she probably saw the more real person who gave a shit about the animals. You know, right. kind of the person that started the zoo way back in the day before the money came in. Yeah. A little bit more of that person. And I, I, I do want to say this real quick. Um, as we're going through these, some things are going to hit my mind, and if I don't say it, I'll, I'll mm. end up forgetting. But um, for, for those of you that don't know, I know a lot of you probably do, I used to work at fairs and carnivals and festivals. Yeah, oh, carny right? here. <laughs> so uh, these people remind me of a lot of the people sure. I met on the road, the carnies. And it's very similar. You know, you have these people who are in weird spots in their life, and for whatever reason, they need to escape. <laughs> so they join this traveling, you know, carnival, right. and they go out there and they live rough in these bunk houses and these RVs, and they sleep right. under their rides, and they do this, they shower every third day. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. So there's some definite truth to some of the stereotypes. I mean, that's right. what's there is. That's what's funny about comedy so and comedians picking on stereotypes because yeah. there's truth to them. I know that it's funny to make fun of carnies. There, there's that funny oh, yeah. stereotype, and it's there for a reason. But once you actually get to hang out with some of them, like I have, you realize, man, they're just they're just you know damaged people, right? And they, and they form this little community, and it, and and it's really like a family to them. Even sometimes stronger than their family connections that they right. ran away from. Because I mean that's a that's a, that's a lifestyle. And it is. They're getting away from something. Obviously, and this guy that we talked about, the Motley Crue guy, uh, what was his name? Yeah, yeah, um, Eric. He Eric. was. We called him Craigslist originally. Now yeah. we're calling him Vince Neal because this guy, Ryan Seacrest's brother, no, asked him like why he looked like Vince Neal or something about it, and he's like, "Oh, I hate Motley Crue." Yeah. I mean, but he came off as a real asshole this time. Yeah, and in the documentary, he was kind of a neutral asshole. He really was. You know, yeah. he was like, you know. Everybody's an asshole. I'm an asshole. Joe's an asshole. Blah blah blah. But it's about the cats. But uh, and I think he does believe that sincerely. Yeah, and that, and that's what I was gonna say. I mean, look at him. He came from Craigslist. 
He's looking for something new to do, and now here he is years later still working with these cats. And right. You can tell he loves them. And he's the only one, I believe, still working at that zoo or yeah. park or whatever with Jeff because he cares about the cats is what he's saying. And he said something, looked in the camera and was like, you make fun of my teeth, but I'm old, and it's going to happen to you. Trust me. You know, it's like Maybe not, not to that degree, brother, but yeah, yes. but at least you know right. he's, he's being uh, real. I was saying, no, nah, you know, you know? not if you take care of him right. a little bit. But, you know, Listerine. <laughs> Shit uh, happens. <laughs> sponsored by Listerine. <laughs> we should, but, we, hey, we ah, could have got a Listerine sponsor for this podcast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he. But I was, that was kind of the next on the list anyway, is he was just, it was like another Bash Joe session, and it's like, you were there when he killed the tigers. You said that, and they tr- these tigers trusted me, but you were yeah. still there. I called him into the cage to get tranquilized or whatever. Right. So he, I, you took part in it, but now Joe's the asshole. That reminds you, you know, me. You know, I don't know. It's I really, really believe what we were talking about earlier is the key here, is that the documentary, it was like, I want to say park owners or whatever, zoo owners, Right and everything against each other, and they it all is. wanted to shine the light on Joe because he was the easiest target. I think so because so he now, put himself in that position by running his mouth. Now that the light is specifically shined down on that zoo, all the people in that zoo are now pushing it all on Joe too. Right, because you know if Jeff now he's loses the fall guy this thing, for every layer he, of he it. is, he is, and if they lose that zoo now because the Tiger King's not there, then they have to. Go get other jobs or whatever. And you know good and damn well there's no other parks necessarily going to take them because and of being associated with Joe. I, I do believe right now in my like, heart. Like this motherfucker, you know, Craigslist or Vince Neal, whichever yeah. nickname you want to choose this week, is not going to go get a job in the San Diego Zoo after this. No. Just it ain't going to no. happen. I mean, let's be real about it. No, that, that would be a pipe dream, yeah. you know, if <laughs> right. he thought that. But... I, I mean, it's admirable what he's done, but it, if he wouldn't be such a backstabber on the on the back end, he would right. he would be you know a lot cooler to me. Yeah, because like I said, it was really kind of neutral and at least fair, and I think he probably is. But this one again, it was kind of the bash Joe thing, you know, fuck him, whatever. My well, Joe, I, basically what we're hearing in what was it, episode seven. Of the uh, the series had seven, right? right? This was eight. Yeah, this was eight. Okay, so seven. You see, Joe kind of link up with Peta. Yes. And so he's coming he's, after all these people. He gave, gave Peta all these names and all those files and stuff. That was smart of him to have this locker. It really was. And his husband Dylan Dylan goes over when he's already locked away, and he's telling him get all this shit, bring it here, all these this files. This shows where I sold tigers to this person and that person. He kept records, so he might be a dumb hillbilly, but he kept records, this dumb hillbilly. And, and he got rid of the ones he didn't need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and killed a few alligators in the process. <laughs> My crocodilians. <laughs> exactly. I tell you what, motherfuckers, you come in here and put a bullet between the eyes. I mean, <laughs> he needs the one in there sneaking around blowing shit up. Dude, <laughs> yeah, if you've got a limp, don't get caught on a fucking <laughs> exactly. closed circuit. I know. <laughs> With a gas jug in your hand. That is true. I didn't think about the limp. Kind of look like <laughs> you see a limping silhouette exactly. with a bullet. I'm sorry, <laughs> but hey, oh shit. But seriously though, the Joe we saw in episode seven, yeah, and now we know that he's had time in in there behind bars. 
Yeah. I know he's bitter, right? Because all this fame is going on and he's not getting to reap the rewards. Sure. But if that guy who had that epiphany about the chimpanzees, yes. if he got out, he could be right. the biggest advocate for these cats Absolutely. that the world has ever seen. Absolutely. Because, I mean, he's obviously experienced in them. He knows yes. history and, you know, how to take care of them and what did. I mean, yeah, he could absolutely He knows be, what to look for shady-wise. He could literally be uh, one of those people to go around and talk about this kind of thing. Do TED Talks and shit. Uh, TED Talks. And if, if they really dude. care right. about if they really care about the animals themselves and get to a, a, a place where... You rescue these animals, and I, I, again, I understand you cannot release captive tigers into the wild. It has been done, by the right. way. There's been documentaries on that. It has been done, but it's a long process. But we've got ideas. I mean, you just need more land. And yes, if somebody basically. could donate a lot, a lot of land, exactly. it would be like releasing them to the exactly. wild. They're still taken care of, but there's nobody visiting. I mean, we mentioned that before in the other podcast. If you had a big sanctuary, yeah, and you took care of them, and they had this huge amount of land to roam on, drive through, there. and you had to drive through there and find them, I'm fine with that, yeah, and because you, people need to see them and experience them and learn, because that's what protects them is education. You could almost have like an ecosystem there, like, yes, like they could actually feed off of real deer, like and the stuff big like game that. reserves. In Africa, and that's shit. right. That, you yeah. know that military guard. So, I and mean, we read uh, what Yellowstone is a reserve, right? Um, so that works. There's nature reserves everywhere. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, in the U.S. and now can, every continent. And then when the population say of deer in Yellowstone gets too much, they can let hunters go in there for a little bit. I mean, you can. That's do what they do. Like this. That's what and they do. Yep. If the wolves can't keep up, yep, the hunters can help. Exactly. Um, anyway, there's ways around this, and Joe, knowing all the seedy, shady dealings and stuff, yes, he knows. He knows heart, the underground. He could. He could be right. He could be the right. He guy. knows the black market. He knows the underground. He knows how people operate. He knows how it all works. So yeah. he could absolutely be a huge ally. But I mean, what's more important to him? Keeping him in jail for something that's pretty damn. Uh, I don't know. I would say slim in the in the evidence department. Yeah. Or. Saving the actual tigers when there's only four thousand in the wild, right? I mean, I know. mean, look, dude, make it even if he's on like house arrest or something. He can't yeah, make a, it part of his deal. A gun or something. I mean, there could be stipulations, but he doesn't need to be rotting away in there. No, do your time for the animal cruelty stuff, yep. and then be an advocate. Yep. I mean, just and it, I and I believe that could be the end of this. It could be a really it, good. It ending. could be. It could be. I mean, I think that's the best path from again from the limited information that they True. show on this documentary and the few videos we've watched of interviews. I and, mean, again, everything's limited and edited, so we don't really know. But and Chris and I are in our forties. We know people can Emma? stray yeah. and get caught <laughs> up in shit. Realize it, yes, and, and change direction. It Absolutely. happens. That's the beauty of I think. Of growing up, you have scars and wrinkles for a reason. You yep. learn things, you know, you burn your hand on the stove, you don't touch it anymore. You learn second from chances it. in general. Yeah. And this uh this modern thing is all about cancel culture and, and they people seem to forget about I don't know, due process. Right. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't get his, but the uh, way it was put together was shady sure. as fuck, and we know that. So sure. um so, really quick just to get this out of the yeah. way. The last person, you know, we mentioned Lauren, Jeff's wife. She was, you know, with him. But the last person actually interviewed, I believe, was uh, Josh, who was campaign fuck the feds guy. Yeah, that, that touched me. His his part 
seemed to be the realist to me. I think so. Uh, he's you know he's the one who saw. Now I will. That was kind of one new piece of information. I actually kind of sorta because there's already speculation about it. But he's the one who was in the office when yeah. Travis, the other husband of Joe, shot himself, yeah. and he says. He made it pretty clear on this episode that he thought it was actually an accident. The we way had, the documentary was, it led us to believe that he was really depressed, showed him punching the thing. Yeah, he had that little, you know, you know, I don't know what episode where he was pissed off, and he even said, this is the last time, my last cigarette before I die. Yeah, and, and we then, don't know when that was Yeah, there was a time frame. You know? or, or, so or, they yes. could have framed us to think he killed himself. On purpose, right? And literally, he might have he might have been joking. What did you say the guy's name was? Um, Josh. Josh yeah. yeah, he seemed to think he's the one. He's the libertarian, sure. the campaign manager for when he ran for governor and president. You know, fuck the feds. Fuck the yeah, feds. that's fuck I love the feds. That. Um, but yeah, he you know he seems to think it was a legitimate accident because, as he put it, and it shows you, he has no idea what he's talking about. Either one of them, you can't it can't go off if there's not a clip a clip in it. Yeah. Uh, if there's one of the chambers, a semi-automatic, I don't care if it's Ruger, Glock, whatever, it right. will go off. It could be a horrible accident. Like if somebody yes. told him that and, and he was just goofing, Yes, I, I feel for him. I mean, that that's the thing. Once the you way pull he, the trigger, you can't unpull that's it. That's right. The way he put it was he saw for five seconds, I think he said, in his eyes like, oh, shit, oh, what did I just do? Yeah. But, I mean, who knows? We, that'll never be – I don't think we'll ever really know that. No, but, but I hope that le- at least his mom maybe sees that and feels a little bit better. Yeah, that maybe there's – He wasn't depressed and there wasn't anything you could do. It was an accident. Yeah, right. So hopefully – maybe they – you know, I'm sure behind the scenes, off camera, they've talked. And, and you yeah, know, we got to be sure. – you know, and we're trying to be as fair as possible because we know we're really, like in the podcast, railed against Carol fucking Baskin – and I think deservedly so, but again, it is a documentary that is edited, and it's like they kind of led us to believe Travis was a suicide when maybe it wasn't a suicide. Yes, but right. they did put that footage in that order. Yeah. So you can't be manipulated as far as you know who to pull for type of thing. Yeah. And so I get that. And I, am I remembering right? Did Josh really have an opinion one way or the other about Joe? Did he? Well, he wasn't. Like, yeah, he fuck was Joe, like. Was nah, he? he wasn't like a you know fuck Joe. He's kind of the same as as uh, no legs John. Yeah. It was like you know J- Joe's done some. He was a crazy bastard. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of way he put it. He was a crazy motherfucker. Uh, but and he, he gave me a chance of a lifetime. But yeah, but I so. wasn't going to turn down the chance. And then he was talking about specifically for him. How his life changed, the trauma from seeing that suicide. He's trying to raise some money to go to counseling, and yeah. he wants to get back to campaigning for somebody. Yeah, so. that that touched me a lot, man. So he's, I think he was, you know, him, uh, I think Kelsey, and then uh, John Legs were the realest people in this damn thing. But you and I both picked up something with uh, Kelsey Saff. Uh, yeah. It seemed like her light's a little dimmer. It did, um, and again, it could be just all these interviews. It could be, but she did seem a little less optimistic, is the way I put it. Yeah. So, I, but I, she I, didn't. I, but she still didn't bash Joe. No. I don't know. She just she wasn't like as because it used to be all about the Tigers and whatever. And it's like, and then obviously they all they all left when Jeff took over, except yeah. for Eric, right. uh, Motley Crew. Yeah. So. so <laughs> He's the only one still there, I believe, uh, but technically they're not open anyway. So, yeah, she was, I don't know, looked a little wore down maybe. Wore I don't, down. I don't That's know. That's a good way to put it. I don't and know how to, yeah. I think she's getting, like, 
the whole shit's just catching up with her a little bit. Yeah, because she know? mentioned like you know that she, he did ask everybody about like how's your life changed, and they mentioned and going to Walmart and people wanting to take pictures with her in the middle of a pandemic and stuff. And then of course that's when he made Walmart jokes. That's what he pulls from the whole thing. I is, know. Is Walmart is the hot spot for cat lovers or something? I yeah. can't remember what he said, but it was just all dumb jokes. And I'm not claiming to be a comedian. No, I'm just saying he ain't one. Those were tired. <laughs> those were those, were. those were. And, you know, as I look at it, <laughs> Saf lost her arm yes. de- dealing with these cats. As an employee of Joe's, she evidently, you know, was back to work five days later. Right. Um, yeah, that was actually after the accident. Then, you know, she they saved her arm, but then the amputation, yeah. seven days in total. Seven days total. She's back at work. And and I guess what I'm saying is all these other people who have griefs with Joe, I mean, she lost an arm. She's right. going to look down for the rest of her life she, and yes. remember Joe Exotic. And for her not to really be bashing him, I think I... Take her opinion more seriously. I do, I do of too, Joe. because she seems to be legitimately like they even asked her, "Would you?" Uh, he asked her something like, "Would you do something for Joe or the? Are you more loyal to Joe or the Tigers?" She said, "Always the Tigers." Right, and I believe her. I do too, and I believe that's the case for a lot of these I dudes. I do too, because um, that's why they went there initially. Yep, but I think she's the only one that's not been corrupted by all this shit. I, I do, man. She's uh, she she has scars, obviously. Uh, you know, literal and literal, yeah, yeah. and mental, yes, and absolutely. So I, I, I believe that uh, Joe is not as horrible a person. I think she saw a side of him. Maybe some of the other ones didn't, right? But uh, yeah, I think we're onto something. With I, that, I think so about too. How they interacted. I, I look forward to um, to seeing any more. If there's any updates, any legal updates, especially. You know, obviously, if there's something, we'll jump on here and talk about it. As far as the podcast goes, for some new is. You know, another season, another episode. I don't know, but there's going to be a, probably a few, I'm sure, interviews saying, "Well, they cut this out again." Yeah, there, there's always a side. You know, is his new husband Dylan? Is he being a voice for Joe at all? Is he relaying uh, no, yeah, anything I, I, to the public? I did see a little interview with him, and they're still married, and he's still supporting him and all that stuff. I think he should have some kind of uh, YouTube or Facebook where he says, I talked to Joe. It gives like updates. To I people think, well, I know that there is a, uh, he does have fan pages being updated by him. He's telling people what to put. So I've seen okay. some of those. Okay, good, good. So his personal page is being updated by somebody. Okay. And so in his current, so that is a, there are some fan pages that they specifically said that he's having people run. Okay, good deal. So that would be. And you seem to think and I think you're right about Rick Kirkman. Nasal is yes. running. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. Let me interview you real, real quick. Rick, oh, yes. Rick. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. I need to ask you. I know you in the uh, in the series, it seemed like you owned the rights to Joe Exotic Entertainment or something. Are you behind the YouTube channel? Well, yeah, actually, I am. Um, I keep it updated and current because, you know, I really want to get away from this Joe Exotic stuff. It's, I just Thank can't you. stand it. Um, I have to get away from it, but I do keep up with the Joe Exotic TV YouTube channel. <laughs> um, and because, you know, well, I mean, I, I'm not a good reporter, so it's the only way I can make money. 
So yes, I, I want to get away from it, but temporarily I have to keep running the YouTube channel. Thanks for clarifying that for me. I, yes, I'm sir. Really, yes, I was, sir. I was wondering if you were trying to get away from it. Because <laughs> he says that. I know. I, I got to get away from it. It's the worst thing that ever happened. Still uploading every other day. Yes. On Joe Exotic TV. <laughs> Millions of views. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Something else that's got We should have did the whole thing. I know, We should have did the whole interview. That was awesome. If I could just go get a clothespin. <laughs> yeah, just leave I it. I might be able to pull it off without it. I'm not sure. Wait till you hear it. You're going to be like, <laughs> damn, I do sound like him. I know. That's pretty, I used to do voices back in the day, but I never Here, never practiced it. Kenny Powers and... Uh, Oh yeah! This now guy. people, that's the thing. When I on YouTube, that's the thing I've been called the most. Uh, actually, no, I don't. I play real sports. I don't practice being the best at exercise. I laughed in the middle of it. I fucked it up. Anyway, yeah, I've been called Kenny Powers quite a few times. Because uh, <laughs> I guess I don't know. I guess is the way I talk. I I I never thought it, but as soon as I read that comment, I yeah, was like, Dude, I used to get them all the are. time back in the day, and now, and then I started quoting that fucking. I started quoting that all the time when people would say that. That's um, awesome. I don't try to be. I don't try to be best at exercise. <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, I don't. I play real sports. No, as a matter of fact, I don't. I play real sports. I don't try to be the best at exercise. That's <laughs> just like you in my ear, dude. So I'm, I'm telling you, I promise. I don't know. I have no. I can't. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I, I just I've got a couple more things I want to get your take on. Uh, one is, it looks like Doc Antle is yeah. coming out smelling like a rose. Out of yeah, all he's this. been doing a lot of interviews too. I hadn't watched them all to be fair, but I've seen a few of them, and he's kind of been kind of clearing his name and a lot of things. So we did say some incorrectly, so we want to make sure we correct that as well. We said the in the initial podcast that the park was shut down. I was just led to believe that because it said they were raided in 2019. Right. They were raided, but it was for two tigers Yeah, that he had bought or whatever. Maybe the ones that was actually kind of accidentally shown when Travis, I'm sorry, oh. not Travis, when Dylan showed the papers for a quick second. Yep. And he was like, no, 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 no. Is that, oh, is that bad? That's right. So it might have been those two, but he's not shut down. So And uh, apparently... Uh, I forgot. He her. didn't date her. He didn't necessarily or, date. Or uh, no, we're not sure. Barbara Fisher, who came from the cult. Yeah. <laughs> as we call she her definitely ex was there. She right? was definitely there. Uh, she definitely worked there, but I didn't look up enough information to have a real opinion on if she's full of shit or whatever. But a lot of people seem to insinuate she is. Really? Well, I don't know. She had pictures and yep. all this, and she did get a boo job, like she said. Yep. But. You never know. It's like that, it and could that's be what I mean. sour it grapes us, for her, so it, she's trying to shit true. on him. I mean, if she if you got a boob job, you wasn't in a relationship with him, or you were. I mean, right. I don't know. Like, she she acted like that was part of the deal, she, right? She know? didn't say it either way. I'm just hearing other people say that, yeah. so I don't know. She hadn't come out with any. Like I said, she they're just handpicking the people who are bashing Joe when she's really there to bash Doc, so they didn't yeah. need her. Because see, in the in the docu series. Doc seemed to be the other park owner that kind of was supporting Joe. Yeah, and he, he still does. As I said, it almost seemed like they were Joe, 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 and feeding him information on Carol because they needed Carol off their back as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So he, Joe, again, was almost like the fall guy for him. But he's definitely still taking up for Joe in some sense and, um, and, and saying – you know, basically, fuck Carol and fuck Peta and people yeah. like that, right? And Doc does have the best quality place, yes. I think, for the animals. Yep. And he so. said Joe's was better than Carol's. But he's basically denying 
all that about him killing animals and treating them like shit and whatever. Right. And I don't think they had any footage on him doing that. Right. Uh, we thought that one was, but we're not really sure. Yeah, it was a quick no. little shot of somebody just smacking one in the face, a tiger. Yeah. So he's at least been pretty pretty out there, and out, you know he's not really afraid to go on interviews and say something. And I think they're all doing interviews, but again, it's it depends on who's doing the interview. Yeah, like I, this cat wasn't interested in anything, but. Making fun of these rednecks. That's all, That's all he, he was doing. He could have really had some digging, pressing questions. Yeah, I think, you know, get a get a fucking journalist and not try to have a stay at home Netflix special. That, right, that was my whole problem. With Tell it. me, the uh, it seems like if you were a park owner and this came around and you come out of it not unscathed, but it could be beneficial to your park. I think Docs came out the best. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, because it looked so. the cleanest. It looked the right. best habitat. It just like depends the on habitat. Depends on you know because this is huge. It depends on how people, how many people believe that he is horrible to animals and he kills right. them when they're too old. And that's what he was saying on this last little thing we watched with him was, yeah. why would I kill a tiger that makes money? And and you know it's it's not beneficial to the business either, right. and it's immoral and all that stuff. And he seems like a. But I mean, hey, look, people talk I, a good game. They so do. I don't want to really like. See, I do believe that he's kind of got a cult there. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. Got a I harem mean, of wives. But come on, that does not make somebody a horrible person. It's just their lifestyle is different than mine. right. And uh, and those people there are there by choice. They're by choice. They're grown. So I mean, now, I don't know. My last question I have to ask is the dude on the jet ski. Oh yes, uh, uh, snitch, snitch. <laughs> Does it uh, not feel it's like it's the eye of the tiger? It's the fear of the fight. <laughs> he was. I mean, what was that, dude? I mean, <laughs> He's like, cut these cameras the, off. The FBI. I'm late. telling you, the the fuck the fed. Fuck the feds. Gave him a jet ski and <laughs> said, look, man, we'll play Eye of the Fucking Tiger yeah. if you ride this motherfucker through your sunglasses on. And and if you know anything, you know the feds got that jet ski from a drug dealer yeah, they busted. Exactly. They passing the shit They might have got it from fucking yeah. Tony Montana. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, here's the thing. No, I shit. feel like, what was it, Jeff Lowe, Yeah. I feel like is... Afraid of this guy for some reason. He, well, he says there's. Uh, yes. He he teamed up with the feds for more than a lemur or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely. But they never will come out and say what it is. No. They're scared as shit to exactly. say something. Exactly. And about he's this the dude. one that kind of at the time apparently brought Jeff into the feds and say, "Look, yeah, I'm working with them," and straight up told him. So he told him I, it was a snitch. I've heard multiple and people they, say it was all the team ups. They teamed up to take down Joe. Jeff was in. You know, you know, it's like the enemy, my enemy, keep your enemies closer yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, because he needed J- Joe out of the picture to take over the park. Right. So he teamed up with Snitch to get Joe kicked out and join the Fed. So and he was Snitch playing both sides. Of wanted fence. his name on the park, but didn't have any money. Right. So he's so like, sorry, Jeff got him out of there. But it feels like I've heard multiple people say that's not why he teamed up with the Feds. Right, because he and, got and busted they, with that they, thing, and they've that, never said anything. And scared else. to say I, so I, anything. I think say what it is. Somebody's got him by the balls. Yeah, that's bottom line. Yeah, and I think it's probably. I'm. I'm. I don't know. It's probably not even related to animals. That's what I'm to, thinking. It's probably related to people. That's exactly. And what that's, I'm all, that's all I'm going to say because I'm not going to throw uh, an accusation. That's fair enough because that's all I want to say too. Is I I don't think it's related to anything yeah. to animals. 
You, you probably get the idea yep. of what, I'm, what we're saying. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely sketchy as fuck like the rest of yes, them. Yes, he is. No doubt about it. And that was really all I wanted, those two things about Doc and about him. Um, yeah, I definitely and, think that's, um, you know, there's a lot of different moving parts, and it's not just, you know, black and white where this person's good and this is bad. They're all a bunch of not necessarily horrible people, but they, you know, they're in this weird space where it attracts these type of people to do shady shit. They see this kind of money where they don't have to work a real job. Or, you know, I'm not that it's not hard work, but right. you know what I mean. They're working for themselves in a sense. And uh, it's some kind of weird little community, but they all have to stab each other in the back to be, to move up the ladder. Yes, there's some right. kind of, there's some kind of pecking order. It's so crazy. And Joe was up here as he far was. as the popularity, the character at and least. And anyway. the jealousy was there. Yep. And, and then Carol fucking Baskin and all that whole feud. Yeah. That's what this all started with, you know. That's right. Joe versus Carol. And then they and all it was Carol's up fault. With, yeah. They Joe all, didn't go looking for her. No, she came absolutely. In. And uh, they all jumped on Joe's side when it was when it benefited them. That's right. Because they needed her out of the picture, too. And now I believe that he's there, and they don't want him out because of everything he knows. Right. And it's easier to say he's right where he needs to be. He's a horrible person. Yes. Because that keeps that shine from getting on you. That's right. You know? It keeps the heat off them. Yeah. It just... Let's, let's leave everything as is. Don't fix it if it ain't broke type and, of thing. Uh, and the last thing I'll say about Carol fucking Baskin <laughs> is this. <laughs> People out there, all right, I am not saying that Carol definitely 100% killed her husband. I'm not saying <laughs> if she did, she put him through a meat grinder. <laughs> right. But when she comes out and says, this meat grinder was this big. Oh, come on. Now, my thing is this. Don't fall for any of that stuff. If you say you couldn't fit a hand in that meat grinder, if you took a cleaver and chopped that hand up, you could. <laughs> right. She so this is a little one. Now, imagine a big one. Right. You could cut this arm she, off and stick it right Because we watched there. this other video where this on her channel where she's trying to explain the meat grinder and the septic, uh, septic tank. tank. Yep. And she had changed... She changed her story again. Yeah, the story well, changed. I just assumed they were talking about this septic tank. But this one over here was put in for years before. Right. Well, this one was put in years after. So? I said, so? What are you talking about? So it, it seemed to me like Joe had got some information on that, and then that's why she's, she's got an answer for it. If, if you didn't do anything, all you have to do is come out and say, this is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not even going to comment on it. It's, but she goes right. into so much detail. She does. And on the actual documentary, unless Netflix literally took some footage from somewhere else, it was a big-ass right. meat grinder. Now, I'm not saying it was used either. I'm no. just saying, why are you defending something that's not even true? That's right. I mean, in, 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 in that much detail is what I'm saying. And it's easy for people to say, oh, you've watched too many movies and TV shows to yes. believe something like that. Look. Where do you think they got the ideas? Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I mean, Where you do you think they came from? Exactly. Those, those stories. Real stories. They're real. Exactly. People, just because something's outlandish doesn't mean it's not true. That's right. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Damn, there you go, Forrest. So we got all kinds of impressions in this one, too, apparently. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll leave it there. We have another. I, we thought this was going to be kind of a quick one. We're at another hour and ten minutes or so awesome. on this whole thing. But kind of a... Wow. Cat hole. Cat hole, get down. Anyway, the <laughs> oh, someone just shot me. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean this was kind of a dud. 
like I said, I just think it was a failed Netflix social distancing documentary. Yeah, Cal, get down. Was. Just let's feed the masses. There was so there's no more real info. So we try to we try to we try to look at some other videos and kind of bring it all back together. And it has some new thoughts on some things that came out as well after as far as some right. of the updates. So yeah, if something pops back up, we'll there's back. another thing. We'll talk about it again. Yeah, we'll, we'll follow see. this. We'll definitely keep up with the legal issues because he's got actual, you know, counterclaims and all kinds of stuff, appeals and all that going on. Right. So we'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, yes, uh, if you listen to this on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, or Google Play, please give us a uh, rating there if you enjoy this podcast, and please like and subscribe on YouTube. So uh, we'll leave it there and let it find a blind. <laughs> That was awesome, dude. I'm sorry. That was awesome.